0: We have, you know, closed so many local businesses. It's cost everybody so much money, um, and you know, these are families. These aren't the lows aren't closed. The Joanne Fabrics, the Home Depots, you know, these big box stores are all open, but all these small community-owned stores, you know, the uh, your, your your local restaurants, your local uh, jewelry stores, your local massage places, like all these places, you know, have suffered drastically, and we continue to make bad decisions about how to open them back up. That's our biggest decision today, without a doubt.
1: Are you going to fight for the business owners to get them back open?
0: Been fighting and will continue to fight.
1: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to The Den. And we have a special guest running for state representative in the 31st District, Charlie Adcock. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, Lance. So, when full transparency, I've known you. I've gotten to know you. I know you coach your kids. You're a resident for years. I know you've moved, I think, to Oklahoma back and forth with your family. But you love Bucks County, you live and breathe it. You don't believe in Daddy Ball, which I do like. Um, but on a serious note, why are you running for state representative? Like to me, it's insane. You have a good career, beautiful family. Why get into politics?
0: I've always kind of liked politics, but I, uh, as a kid, when I was uh, almost 18, I was two weeks too young to vote for Ross Perot. So as a kid um i've always kind of watched it but i always watched it from uh you know as a regular voter like i didn't really want to be involved and um when i guess in 16 i was a ben carson guy and love
1: ben carson not to cut you off no love ben I, carson big ben carson fan one of my favorite i wish you would have won no it's shouldn't have said that but yeah but no listen
0: super yeah. smart intelligent polite kind um, I love his childhood story. story. Yeah! exactly. His brother's a rocket scientist. I mean, literally, it doesn't get any better. You know, yeah. came from poverty, Detroit, like horrible. The American dream. Literally, the American the dream. The
1: American dream. The American dream.
0: <laughs> he, uh, fantastic guy. The first debate when he just got run over completely. I remember it was a chilly, chilly night. I went out barefoot and I pulled my two signs, and they're still behind my refrigerator in my garage. Um, and, and I had to, I mean, generally, I, I was independent until that primary, and I... Switched the Republican ticket because I wanted to vote for Ben Carson. And when that all fell apart, um, I was watching the, the, you know, and I guess the outsider things always appealed to me since, you know, since way back in the day with Ross Perot leading up to, you know, Donald Trump, who I, I, I don't support personally, you know, his attitude towards different things. Like, you know, you can go through that a million ways to Sunday, but being the outsider and the non, you know, If you remember in the beginning,
1: who you support doesn't matter because I truly believe that, right? So my my, my question really is about this because – who I support doesn't matter. Who you support doesn't matter. A, why are you? I was I was, that, the, I was there though. What I was, was at Ant the precipice
0: Roma? of my answer Lance. Okay, I will, I will never on. dodge a question ever. Okay. So the bottom line is, it was they debated how he was going to run. Are you going to run as independent? Are you going to run as a Republican? Are you, you remember that? Yeah. And people said, oh, you're going you're gonna, to you know you're going to uh, legislate too far left or too far right, or too, and they didn't know who he was or what he was because what he stood for was was common sense and what policies made sense for America, right? So. I'm not saying that I agree with everything that Donald Trump says or does, regardless, not my point, but the point is he, he, he was, and still is that outsider. DC hates him.
1: You know, seems like everybody hates him. A, lot, a lot of, everybody hates him. A I lot mean. of people
0: hate him. And so my point is, obviously I don't want to be hated like that, but I do want to stand of conviction, right? I want to stand for what's right. And when you watch our current state rep, and he sides with the governor on everything because they're same party affiliation. When you, when you, when you vote against all the safe openings that we've had opportunities, when you, when you again, just this past week, you vote to not ease restrictions on our, on our local restaurants. Who is Harrisburg to tell Bucks County or, or closer, Yardley, Newtown, Morrisville, who, how they can open safely, right? It should be up to Damskirts, It should be up to our local residents and our local business owners to decide how to do things safely.
1: Well, seven months later, we know the risk right we know the risk
0: we do the risk is very it's there and we've learned and we've learned enough that we should be able to legislate smarter
1: do you believe so so you're running because do you feel like there's I'm gonna ask this question point blank it's too partisan too partisan or do you think these people are just too incompetent and all they're looking to do is grow their political career for a money it's, grab? it's
0: career politicians we need term limits they need to get in and do their term or two or three and get back out and go back to whatever it is their job is. I'm an auctioneer. I love my job. I want to go back to being an auctioneer.
1: So let's talk about that. I looked at your person you're running against. I don't know him, so I am no stake in the game. It looked like he did almost eight years on the board of Newtown. Is that correct?
0: Two, two full terms as a, as a uh, borough councilman, and now he's a set,
1: finishing second term. So he's running for a third time right. as a state rep, right? What has he done? Exactly. So no, no, no. I'm not saying I don't know him. I don't care yeah. for all the research. Like I don't see that much change happening for the positive in Newtown. No. Is there? No. And
0: you're gonna hang. He's gonna hang, and you're gonna hang your hat on a uh, a liquor t- takeout, a liquor to go. As you, as you, as we've watched our businesses and bars and restaurants be decimated, you're gonna say that well, you can sell to a go to go did, liquor.
1: That wasn't from him. That was from actually Harrisburg.
0: He sponsored that bill. Well,
1: Which, he might have sponsored it, but yeah. it Harrisburg. Roll it out.
0: Ridiculous, hey, Bill. Absolutely stupid. It's like putting a, it's like putting a band aid on a uh, on a And giant go drive cache. home
1: drunk, uh, feel free. It's,
0: it's it's dumb in every way.
1: So my question is, do you believe these people are incompetent and should there be term limits?
0: I don't think they're incompetent. I think that there's a lot of intelligent people. I think that they get stuck in a rut of being a politician. You get stuck in, 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 the, in a party system. You get stuck having to, you know, this guy needs this and this party needs that. And because they get ingrained in it, they, they have a hard time turning away from it, as opposed to somebody that's there for a term or two that says, that's not what's best for my district, not what's best for our country, turn around and go back to their job, and the next fresh person gets in.
1: Kind now, of like George Washington.
0: Well, it's our founding fathers. That's what they intended. They didn't intend career politicians. Then they didn't expect but us George, to live this long. George Washington could have reigned for a decade or two, right? The most loved guy in the history of America. He yes. Was, he, but he did the right thing. He stepped aside. Who's
1: next? And that's, so let's just talk about that, right? You, you're going to run. I know you make good money. I'm not trying to put your personal business out. I know you live a nice life. You have a beautiful wife that makes good money. You have three young children. Not young anymore. but very, very blessed, Lance. You're a very lucky guy. You're going to take a 30-40% pay cut to do this. I mean, and I know we were talking and you said a lot of the reasons for you were, and I'll let you get into it Why was, you're tired of seeing the restaurants and all the small businesses being hurt why big box stores stay open. I know you, they, you thought that you were going to be a patsy and you're like, there's no way. I want to produce change. You're not going to, you actually told the Republican Party you're not going to vote just for them. You're going to do what you feel is right. And you believe that people should have more of a voice and you're going to start polling people and take their polls instead of just Can you talk to me about Because I don't think the viewers understand. You're coming at it from a totally different, crazy approach.
0: So my whole thing is we have the technology today to do those polls so easily in surveys, right? Of course. You're in the technology world. That's long. what you do all day, every day. All day. How easy is it that we said— We just said, polled
1: Carly salad, whether it look like a salad or not. Okay. 80% of the people say yes so far, so How
0: can you not say to the 70,000-plus to the, to the in our district, Hey, District 31— this is what's up on the agenda. We're talking about recreational marijuana. Okay. Do you want it in your district or not?
1: I don't smoke, but I, I, okay. I know people I, who do. I
0: don't either. It's not for me. Hey. I, but I'm also I'm also a, uh, a, do, a, a do you guy. Like, look, Lance, oh, yeah. puff, you do what you want. Just stay, just stay out of my lane. If right? yeah, you're not no affecting someone else, then then I'm good. you know. But at the same time, then you have to think what comes next. You're going to have people walking down the street. you know, And wh- what are they doing? Are they, are they walking around with a joint? Are they carrying a bong? Like how do you, you know, what I'm saying there's, you know, where do you draw the line as to where what's then allowed? So you know, all those things are debatable. when you're in and, and the technology day allows us to get the pulse
1: of all the people and find out what we want to do. All right, so you're going to use technology. So let's talk about the next issue that you said, the small business owners. You don't believe they should be shut down at this point, correct? It depends on the
0: business. I think there are some where it's where it's very tricky, right? When you're touching people, breathing on people in a very close environment, like, um, you know, there's just probably specific. So you're packing the airplanes,
1: though. So, yeah, so, Lance, here's the deal. So, so like, I'm me? not trying to challenge you. No, 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 no. So I, you, so the small business guy doesn't have a lobbyist. I'm so going to put it right out there. But the airlines do. So, Packman Airlines, like sardines. No way. But, but a restaurant can't open. So what do we just talk about?
0: Personal choice, right? Personal choice comes down to what your what your risk level is in anything. You want to open a business, you take a personal choice as to how far in debt you're going to go or how much capital you're going to invest. You decide if you're going to fly on an airplane, and you're going to get on that airplane, whether or not you whether you're not you know you take a risk to be infected. That's on you, right? Same way, if you decide to go to the massage therapist, you're going to go to a massage therapist. Somebody's going to be touching you in a confined room. I'm okay with that. So, as a, from a government perspective, should we be the ones to make those decisions? I don't think so. I think when you're, but however, if you're a government, also you have to decide that you can't affect everyone all the time, but if there's an opportunity for people out there that are gonna create some type of community spread where you could put others at risk that aren't wanting to be at risk, then you create a problem. Does that make sense?
1: It does, but we have enough, like people say follow the science, follow the science, and I heard a doctor, a good friend of mine say, okay, the science is pretty easy to follow at this point. You know it hurts people with uh, multiple sicknesses, mortalities, whatever it's called, and mostly the elderly. And listen i don't ever want to see anyone die you know though you know and i say it to everybody but more people die a week from heart disease in the state of pennsylvania than covid related issues right people don't die from COVID. the majority of them they die with COVID with underlying issues so, All right, so let's let's get real we still sell cigarettes
0: let's get real besides god the most important people in our lives are our spouses right our mm-hmm. kids and our parents right your immediate family without a doubt in most families the people you're closest with right. my dad is a esophageal cancer Fighter for the last two and a half years, mm-hmm. my stepmom is a heart recipient for seven years. Okay, both of them get this this virus probably gone within 24 to 48 hours.
1: Correct. Okay, sorry to hear that. Please.
0: Don't be sorry. It's it is what it is. Okay. Here's the thing though, they followed the beginning of this thing in February, March, whenever we started, and they listened. Stay inside. Stay safe. Flatten the curve. Reduce hospital admissions. They did everything they're supposed to do. By the end of July, my dad's like, Hey, you coming for uh, dinner Sunday? I'm like, Dad, no, man. Like, I still work a couple days a week. I'm still out. And I'm trying to be safe. I can't I can't come here and threaten you and Mom. Like, whatever. And he's like, listen. He said, I'm 68 years old. I've fought esophageal cancer for two years. He goes, the last thing I'm going to do right now is stay in my house to die. He goes, you're going to come up. We're going to live a little. And that's me. So, again, it's personal choice. He chooses to live his life the way he chooses. Who am I to get in his way?
1: My wife's father, my father-in-law, feels that way, too. He's 77 years age with Parkinson, Parkinson. Fighting Parkinson. He wants to see his grandchildren. And bottom line is, he's going to live. He he he, he said, "I would rather die seeing my children and my grandkids than live and not see anyone right. and then die anyway, right? Eventually." So, um, you know, and you are right. I do think people have free choice at this point, point um, and not to get into politics because you'll never know where I stand. I'm a very neutral person, but you're you're going to run, and you're going to take a huge pay cut, right? you care about your district can you tell me why you care so much because that's why i let you on because i've known you and it's not that we've never done business together like it's so but i know you care about that new town area you came back to it can you tell me why you're so passionate why you think it's going to look like your old town you came from uh, so I, was, I was
0: born in lancaster and my mom moved i was in the second grade from lancaster to chambersburg okay for for a country boy that grew up on a dairy farm very different change on Lindo Avenue next to the tennis courts. Okay. So um, it took me a little while to adjust. I loved it. I rode my bike everywhere. Me and three, four, five guys, we'd ride, you know, we'd go get pizza. This is in Newtown. No, in Chambersburg. Chambersburg. So second grade, I moved to Chambersburg and from, from the dairy farm in Lancaster, right? Okay. So uh, I'm in Chambersburg, and you ride your bike everywhere. You go get Slurpees at 7-Eleven. You know, we'd walk as a family to go get dinner, you know, to all those little restaurants in the Berg. Yeah. Loved it. Um, it wasn't long until I didn't know it at that age, right? But when I look back at the history of what happened in Chambersburg, what I saw that happened there when I through the '80s when I was growing up there, and the reason we ultimately moved is what I see happening in in suburban areas now surrounding like Bucks County and our Philly area. So many people, and and I was like I said, I was independent until 2016, wasn't even registered. But when you look at what people have, and they move like it's happening in Texas, people from California moving in, and they all vote the way they used to vote. And you take a town that you loved, which has been historic, founded by William Penn, my new town, and you take a town that's been basically conservatively run, majority conservatively run for the last 200 years, right? And the conservative values, and everybody wants to attack conservatives. What do we stand for? Personal choice, religious freedom, free speech, independent. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable I mean, I mean, well, that somehow, somehow that's a bad thing to be conservative, Right.
1: Well, let me just jump on this, because, like, you know, if it was just personal choice, like, you know, personal choice f- fiscally, the problem is, right, I mean, this is why people have a problem with conservatives, and I'm going to shoot you straight, is the fact that people are still talking about Vo- uh, woe versus Wade, right, to me, that's just the dumbest conversation you could have, no matter, at this point in time, we're 2020. why go back and start fighting that, um, I didn't realize people in this day and age still care people are gay,
0: See, but, I, that's, so but me, I'm, not, but I'm not buying that. So that's, I think, a myth that people say about Republicans, right? But I don't care that people are gay. I have several gay friends. I know
1: you don't. But the party, I don't think, does either. So why think, are these topics even coming up? I don't and, know. I think it's said, divisive
0: they, because they're divisive because so why it's politics. Doesn't, so that's why, what they are. So
1: why doesn't the party, this is why i to you straight, just say none of that shit matters to me because it shouldn't matter.
0: I'm not going to speak for the party, but do, would you and I want to agree with that? Yeah. Sure, I agree with you. Uh, Should so, the party do it? But, and so who's the party? So who's the actual – is there a person and an entity who comes out?
1: I mean, I still see these things coming <laughs> up. I mean, the party's going to be the president, right? Mitch McConnell, right? And everyone else that comes underneath them. So, I mean, that's the problem. Like, and I, Listen, you'll never – I'm, I'm a fair guy. You know me. Right. Like, I'm a and fair that's, guy. And that's my point. So that's so, my only problem with the conservative party. And that's why I've never voted to this election. Right. I've never voted, right? I've never voted because I just – Think, first of all, I think both sides are just terrible, terrible, with some of the things they scream and yell. But you got it; like that shouldn't even be an issue. But so how can you?
0: But so how can you say their main three talking points are what? They, they, so the people would argue that that the Republican Party doesn't like homosexuality, that they that they're that they're that they're racist. And what would, I don't. Th- be I, don't think, I
1: don't think anyone says the Republican Party is racist. I don't believe that. I don't. I think it's really about abortion and oh, I, I hear it, I hear it. I mean, I don't think anyone says the Republican Party's racist. I mean, I mean, you're a little closer to politics than I am, but that'd be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There's a lot of Republicans that are African Americans. There's a lot. We, so that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, and
0: what are they called? And look, and look for example, look. So look at Candace Owens, right? She's called every name in the book because she speaks from a conservative platform as a black woman. Okay, Tim Scott
1: because he's a conservative black man. He's an Uncle Cracker. He's this. He's that. They come at him all the time. You also got to look at it and say, if, if I'm just being honest with you. There's a lot of people on the left that people call a bunch of names too because their ideals are so far to the left, right? So I think no matter what, when you're in the public eye, you're gonna get slammed a little bit. I don't think the majority of people think you're racist. I, I, I don't see that becoming in debates. Never as much. said the
0: majority, and nor is it ever the majority. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's only ever the one or two or three percent that only want to say everything on both sides. Yeah. Which is my point to all of it. So when you when you start to break and that's it down on a to- national
1: level, that doesn't happen in your district too much. At, at, District 34 Well, it's pretty,
0: pretty divisive If you look at, like, this past weekend Where you have the Trump parade and, and the Biden supporters And the Women's March supporters And everybody seems to be conflicting, right? That happened within our whole, within our whole county on Saturday So, the, so what happened? What, How was it happened? there? So what so happened? You, here's the point what, what happened? Well, this is my point There are a million sides And everyone wants to say what they thought What they saw happen and, I, and, and, and my whole point to all of it is Why can't the people who want to have a Women's March Have a Women's March? Why can't the people that want to support Joe Biden stand on the corner with signs? Why can't the people that want to have a parade and support Trump have their parade? Why does it have to be your, per, your, your event is horrible, right? Why can't it just be a personal choice and you can do you and you're allowed to do that? Why does that have to be hateful?
1: I don't think people—I actually believe we're not think. People that know me know this. I think the majority of people have the best intent, the best character. 100%. I think—and my buddy Tracy Harding and me both said this. I truly believe the media— it isn't Donald Trump that's the vice. If I say this to people. He's only been a politician for three and a half years. We've had these problems way before Donald. Well, he exacerbated. No, bullshit. The yeah. media hates him. Yeah, I think that's where it comes from. People, they, they watch this news and they... I don't watch the news anymore. No. I only look at stats and data. I live in the data world. And People are like, what do you mean? I just live in data world. And then when you want to talk data with people, they just...
0: Update articles all day long on the telephone, on the on the phone, whatever the you know, updates from all fifteen different news sites, whatever. And you take from all of them, and you throw half them away. And it's like it's just like this virus. Do you think you the
1: media is like, new? Do you think the media is real, or do you think the media tries to is propaganda sites at this point?
0: It, there's so many different forms of media, right? So the, the mainstream media, yeah, mainstream media, like, Fox,
1: CNN, MSNBC. Do you trust? What they you all hear from have them? an agenda. They're always an agenda. So if you have an agenda. It's propaganda at that point.
0: I guess. I mean, that's, what right. else? What else is it?
1: So let's talk about on a local level, right? You live in an affluent neighborhood. The 31st is a, is a wealthy neighborhood, right? What are your biggest challenges right now that you need to change, effect them? Because really you're running against another person that I believe in term limits. So anyone listening out there, you know, I don't think anyone should be running for a third term, fourth term, fifth term. So what are the biggest problems right now that they had back then? that aren't changed now
0: the the reason you need term limits is because you need to stop the career politician the career politician that serves on borough council for two terms and then does two terms at the house and then wants to go run for senate and that you know it continues and it becomes a career right so that's why you stop that and the problem is i don't know that we have an inherent problem at all in our district we have a great district i love where we live we all love where we live that's why we live here so the problem that we're facing today is the biggest problem we've been is we've been uh, shown by this pandemic we have, you know, closed so many local businesses. It's cost everybody so much money, um, and you know, these are families. These aren't the Lows aren't closed. The Joanne Fabrics, the Home Depots, you know, these big box stores are all open, but all these small community-owned stores, you know, the uh, your, your your local restaurants, your local uh, jewelry stores, your local massage places, like all these places, you know, have suffered drastically, and we continue to make bad decisions about how to open them back up. That's our biggest decision today, without a doubt.
1: Are you going to fight for the business owners to get them back open?
0: Been fighting and will continue to fight till it happens.
1: And we're going to talk about schools in a minute. You
0: know what happened last night, Lance? No, I don't. So last night, we had an opportunity to shut down a, gov- a Governor Wolf veto. We're two votes short of giving restaurants, easing restrictions, and allowing them to make their own decisions. Three quarters, 75%. We're so close more than that. That total vote was probably almost 80%.
1: When can we vote again?
0: It was last night, bud. We, no, need, we, needed, you, two state, we vote, needed two you, state reps. We now have to create a new bill and go back and do it all over again. Two state reps we needed. And I'm going to promise you, Lance, if I was sitting there last night, not only would I have been one of the boats, but I'd have brought two or three more with me. Okay?
1: Promise. So let's talk about that, right? From what everyone's watched on a local level, we heard Governor Wolf uh mandate to shut stuff down was overturned in federal court and i guess it's waiting to go to the third district is that correct correct when will that go to the third district do you have any clue
0: no idea it's when they take it up
1: when they take it up so and they had to stay to keep the order into effect by the third district correct correct so we're just pretty much in limbo and charlie i want to get into this and why we talked about this multiple times most people don't realize that you talked about big box stores and all these small businesses closed down and it doesn't make sense to you most people don't realize big box stores come in wawas walmarts targets and they don't pay taxes for years 10 20 year tax abatements on a local level because they come in and say listen we're going to produce jobs i mean i don't want to get into the whole thing and then they have lobbyists to help them along the way correct can yeah. you please tell everybody why local politics are so important to Business owners, because most people don't understand. Can you please explain it to them? So Charlie? there's two
0: things. The first one is everybody. So many people assume that their United States congressman, senator, and the president are the most important people on their ticket, right? When in all actuality, your local leaders are the ones that are the ones affecting you daily. Yep. So like our Pennsylvania shutdown, that could have been stopped last night against Governor Wolf. Is you know again two votes shy. The difference is, is that today. That the restaurants could say, "Oh, I don't need to abide by the the Harrisburg mandate. I can say I can safely fit whatever the number is—55, 60 percent—in here." Winter's coming, Lance. What are these people on tents? Coming? Winter's always, coming. Right? Winter's coming. Easy, John Snow. Yeah, right. But what are you going to do? You, you're not going to have these tents outside right now. What's the Continental going to do? What's what are, what are Rocco's going to do? What are all these restaurants that had little smaller footprints that all of a sudden?
1: Two great restaurants, by the way. No.
0: <laughs> not plugging restaurants. But, you yeah. know, like, La Stala's got a, a large indoor area, right? One mark too. But you, So you put all those things together. Like, so many of these restaurants, I'm not, don't promote a particular restaurant. I'm just... <laughs> I like them all. But you know what I'm saying, right? My friends are all the owners. I'm, and I love food. I love all, I go to all of them. I'm the same as you. Um, you know, but you can't, you can't expect these businesses to be able to survive with indoor dining only when it's cold outside. I agree. At a fifty percent capacity, and then say you can't come in and have a cocktail unless you order French fries. It, it, the, the rule, That's one listen, of the things we're talking about right now. Listen, well, what,
1: it doesn't make sense. the rules don't make sense, right? The, the, the rules don't make sense. They, they're all over the page. I think I think people on both sides would agree to that because some of my friends that are hardcore Democrats would say the same thing. Listen, my friend Shiloh is the biggest. He's one of my best friends. Is the hardest left wing Democrat you ever meet. And he will tell you the rules don't make sense. Like there's no consistency, right? So, I think you know our
0: governors picked winners and losers from the very beginning of this thing. Okay, his cabinet manufacturing store is open, making cabinets. Okay, I, I'm not. Now, I'm not here I, to get
1: into all that. I get. I get that. But I think everyone watching will say there's no consistency. Any no consistency. rational person would say there's no consistency, right. right? I mean, to sit here and bash the governor. I think. I think people. I think people try to make decisions i don't i don't think anyone went into this with malice. i don't think i didn't on 10 i don't either now it's just so political right it's we're just prisoners of war yeah, Pretty I much. i mean that that's so that's that's what it comes down to it's just political but my next question to you is council rock closed down they had COVID cases in high school it's half i think it's two days in person three days virtual will you start fighting if you win and start talking to these i know you don't have any power i mean the board seems like they're very confused I mean, my kids don't go to Council Rocks. So I have no dog, but I still like to watch these meetings, which, I mean, no offense, a four or five hour meeting, going to one, two in the morning, it I has have to be a better way to get done. A, I have
0: a ton of teacher friends, okay? okay. And I have a couple of teacher friends that want to go back to their districts and teach. They don't necessarily even teach in the same district where their kids okay. you know, live and go to school. So they want to go back to school. And one of them made a comment to me. She said, I can't go back to school and teach my kids at school because what do I do with my kids that are staying at home? I can't like, you know, I can't. So she's like, but I can teach virtually at home and I can have my kids here virtually. So I can, you know, I can do both. So it's a tricky scenario on, 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 on how you do it. And yes, I've, so I've, I've sent a couple statements to a couple of different open school sites. I've talked to most of the leaders, all those different web pages and Facebook pages. And, and I've been helping them the best I can with, with information on who to contact, where to go, what to do. Um, So I've already been in the fight and I'll continue to be in the fight any way I can.
1: So, you know, and I knew you were coming on, so I did some research, right? I looked in Florida and Georgia, which had schools open now for a while. I couldn't find an article, an article yet, and someone's gonna fact check me and say BS. I can only use Google to do this, right? Because if you go to the CDC, it's it doesn't good thing say you're a Google w- partner. It does. I am a Google partner, partner, but it doesn't say on the CDC where they actually caught the COVID from that person passed away. So I just googled any deaths of children in Florida for a high school. Um, same thing with Georgia. I can't find anything where it shows a child has died yet of COVID in those two states in school. Now, there have been kids that have gotten COVID, and I think Florida had two or three hospitalized, and I think Georgia had a few hospitalized. But really, are we doing more da- Are we doing more da- damage by keeping kids out? I mean, I'm asking your I opinion. Personally believe
0: we I personally believe we are. It
1: doesn't seem like it's running rampant in Florida and, and Georgia. Here's, and
0: here's the other thing, right? So one of the students that are infected at Council Rock was a virtual student. So you can't blame that on going to school. But so, then but, you, know, you look at it from the other side. Listen, when we all hit the panic button in March, I was on board with everybody. So was I. Okay? You'd be foolish not to be. Because Crazy. you had infections, right? You have infections going up. You had hospitalization going up. And you have fatality going up. Right now, you have infections going up. You have hospitalization trickling at best up. And you have fatalities almost non-existence. Very, very low fatality rate. We don't want to see anybody die. No one, not one, one's too many. more
1: people, I just, I I pulled the stats and I put it on a uh, good friend of mine, Eric Power, I love you and I appreciate you watching, but he posted on my Facebook page, he said, uh, Lance, California, Massachusetts, you got to look at the numbers, so I just went right to the CDC, I pulled the numbers, it was like California, 40 million people, there was 2,400 people out of 40 million in the hospitals whatsoever, with COVID whatsoever, 400 were in the ICU, so now I just literally Googled heart disease, California, did that in the hospital there's over 12,000 people in the hospital with heart disease that will die this on one day so like you look at it and you say whoa this doesn't make sense but we're still selling I wrote back you can look at my comments I said but they're still selling big macs and cigarettes
0: if you focused on diabetes and cancer and all these other things that are really affecting our, our fatality rate, like we are on COVID.
1: Everything be short.
0: You could change, literally, you could change the whole the whole environment. In the, in the so world.
1: you'll fight for schools to be open. I know yes. we're sitting here talking, kicking things around. So let's talk about that. You know, this is an advertising show. We're an advertising company. Um, you're running competition, right? The way you win is by marketing. I know you're using some social media. Can you talk about that? I know a lot of it's been bootstrapped yourself. Can you talk to us? I mean, do you feel like your campaign... Like, I never even hear you discuss your campaign manager. Tell us what's going on here.
0: So um, when we decided to do this um, in the fall, in this I'm sorry, when we decided to do this in the spring, um, we knew we weren't going to beat an incumbent that had money from Harrisburg, Senator money, you know, um, so we had to do it a little smarter. So we kind of, we laid low. Um, we met a lot of people in private groups and settings, small things here and there, plus COVID, you can't, early on you couldn't go door knock every day and you couldn't get out there. So we we laid low for a long time. We you know we joined different Facebook groups and different people. We talked to different people that we that we knew were like-minded. Told them where we wanted to go, and in the past 30 days we made a, a strong effort to get out there and show who we are and what we want to do and why we wanna why we want to lead District 31 in Pennsylvania. So um, we right now belong to probably 20 or 25 different Facebook groups.
1: What about yeah. Instagram? We
0: post, we do some Instagram stuff.
1: What about email marketing? We do.
0: <laughs> you got, you gotta jump on my email marketing, bro. We got, we got thirteen days.
1: Come on, man! It's twenty twenty. <laughs> it's twenty twenty. <laughs> Jesus Lord.
0: Uh, Lance, let me just real quick. I think I have thirty thousand emails right now.
1: Hey, do you really have thirty thousand? Yeah, emails? I have
0: thirty thousand emails. You know why? I don't read email, bud. I mean, no offense, but I don't read email. My daughter doesn't need read email. My son doesn't read email. My email, oldest son at college doesn't read since email. Since
1: COVID, email open rates have gone through the roof. And it's actually <laughs> come back. Text message marketing is not but you should be doing. It's free. I mean, yep. you just put the content in. It goes, depending on how big your email list. But um, yeah, I mean, email isn't what it was 10, 15 years ago, but it definitely works still. Um, Do Should I fax stuff out too? Is that no. still? No, faxing ain't going to help you. Fax an email, text messaging, social media, the Facebook, Instagram. Um, I mean, you don't have a big, big area. You only have 70,000 constituents in your area. So the nice part is you're very well known in the area. But you're more known as a family guy, as a straight shooter. Do you think that's going to help you or hurt you as you go into this? On a serious note, because you're very direct. On a
0: serious note, the discussion I had in Harrisburg was, um, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer if you don't stand for what you believe in, you don't stand for anything. So when I was asked in Harrisburg, did I want to run for this seat? I said, "Well, I, you know, I haven't really given it much much thought. Let me look at what it entails, what the time requirements are, you know, all the other things, and look at all that." And I said, "Also, I need you guys. God bless you." So let me look at what the time requirements are. You know, all the all the pros and cons. Let me look at the whole thing. Number one, number two. You know, guys might have heard that. You know, I'm a nice guy, or this or that. I said, but let me just say that I'm also the kind of guy that I'm going to always speak my mind. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to be honest with you, and sometimes to a fault. So if you're okay with that, then, you know, we just probably continue the conversation. So, you know, as far as the nice guy thing goes, I mean, yeah, I'm nice. But at the same time, like, just like any dad or husband, you don't mess with my wife or my kids. You're not going to tell me, you know, what I can do as far as who I, who I can praise, What you know, my, my religious beliefs or my, my, my values or my morals or my ethics. Like, if you're going to try to tell me who I am or what I can think or believe in, then you know I'm going to tell you back that you don't have a right to tell me that.
1: So not to, and, and, I, and I can respect that because I think everyone should have the right to have their own belief system. I, I do believe that with all my heart. What are your thoughts on mail ballots right now on a local level? I mean, it seems to be a hot topic. I mean, you're running. Do you think we should have it everybody's
0: got to vote, bro? Um, the rules are the rules. Do I do I think in a in a perfect society? Listen, we mentioned it in, you know technology earlier. Um, if you are an American citizen and you live here, you have a social security number. Um, you can't tell me we don't have the technology to devise a method where we could vote on our computers or our phones.
1: Well, it's already there. Okay, so
0: point being, right? I went with and that, registered. With that being said, right, we can online. all vote.
1: Right. I registered online.
0: So are we all going to vote? We're not going to all vote anyway. This election, there's going to be a huge turnout, right? More than ever. It's already a third of those votes are sent in by mail. So should they be sent in by mail? Absolutely. At the same time, should those be ballots be postmarked like if you send your taxes in on the 16th you're late if they're postmarked on the 15th they're on time so if you're going to have rules the rules should apply for all and they should be fair for all so we all know what they are so when you're trying to change them in the middle of the election it gets a little gray for people
1: okay i'll buy that on the final roar what is your message to 31st district because i want you to get it in I want you to say why should they vote for you i think it's important when you're doing something like this Who i respect i love competition mm-hmm. i think i think you're nuts i'm going to shoot you straight right like on the final word i think you're nuts you make good money you have a beautiful family why are you get into politics i don't know i know you want it to create change and you want to do what's best for people and i admire that right like i do cops firefighters doctors you know i have the utmost respect for anyone that does what you guys are doing but why would I vote for you, if you don't mind me asking? And I'm just asking that for you because I'm sure people watch this too.
0: So first of all, pain's temporary. We all know that, right? We joke about it our whole life. Mm-hmm. Whether it was in football practice or wrestling or I raced jet skis, like whatever it was, pain's temporary. But at the same time, too, when you give whatever effort you're going to put forth, you do it for a reason. My reason is because I want to do what's right for our district, what's right for the people that live in our district, not because I want to do what's right for either party, not because I want to, want to do what's right for, uh, you know, because somebody says I should. I want to do what's right for the people in our community, for what's best for our future, to, so that Bucks County remains the Bucks County that we all moved there, not so we can try to change it into something that somebody thinks it's not idyllic enough. My wife describes um, our, our district as a uh, Norman Rockwell painting, Okay. She's spot on, especially go walk around the towns of any of our little districts in the snow. It's it's literally picturesque. And and that's that's a mindset too, right? So when you live there, if you act like that and you promote relationships like that, and that's the way you you create you, you approach things, I think it's also the you can way you can approach things in Harrisburg. And I don't see that happening now, and I want to do that, and I'm happy to do it for the people of our district and for our family and for the future of our county.
1: That's amazing. Well, everyone, Charlie, thank you for being on the den. And listen, I believe everyone should vote. I do not know Charlie's opponent he's going against. I'm not going to say anything negative. But I'm a true believer in you should take a look at someone that hasn't been around in politics. And it's coming in for the right reasons. So maybe just give Charlie Adcock a look. Talk to him. And also talk to the other person that's already the incumbent. And see who you like better. But the one thing you don't want to do is make an uneducated decision. And not talk to both parties. I wish you both well. Charlie, I thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Lance. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this content, please don't forget to follow me at Lance Bachman on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me on Facebook at Lance Bachman Digital. And every Thursday we drop a new podcast. Don't forget to listen to it. We're giving out great content. And remember this, this is the time to build your business right now. Let's effing go, everybody.